Welcome to the Sports Grad Podcast, where we empower you with the answers to your burning questions to accelerate your career into the sports industry. We are your hosts, Melbourne-based sports administrators, Ruben Williams and Ryan Walker. Join us as we share unique and personal examples as well as relatable information and deliver them to you in bite-sized, fluff-free episodes. Want to swipe our signature framework to add awesome experience to your resume? Download our free ebook, Four Steps to Create Outstanding Work Experience in Sport, at sportsgrad.com.au. Now sit back, relax, enjoy the show, and don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss any of our latest episodes released every Tuesday and Thursday. Welcome to the Sports Grad Podcast, your bite-sized guide to enter the sports industry. I'm joined by the amiable Ruben Williams, who is going to talk about the four fears you'll encounter when networking and how to push through them. How are you, Rubes? I'm very well, Ryan. Thank you for that introduction. Yes, we're going to get stuck into the four fears that you'll encounter when networking and how you can overcome them. Before we get into that, though, Ryan, we talk a lot about getting people into their dream jobs in sport. And so, I wanted to ask you a quick question. What is your dream job in sport? Because I've got a little challenge for you that we're going to pursue over the next few Mm. weeks. Okay. I like the sound of this challenge, Ruth. It sounds exciting. My my dream job in sport... I do think about it a lot, uh, and it's. I think it's important to to probably know what your dream uh, job and where you want to get to. Um, but I think I, you may know I'm a Manchester City fan uh, in the APL, so I think maybe a maybe a head of commercial at Manchester City would be pretty damn exciting. So I think that's probably mine. I went I went to America a couple of years ago and watched the baseball and uh, had a fantastic time just being in the ground watching the baseball, taking in all the fan experience things that they do. And I love New York City as well. So I think my dream job in sport is the head of fan experience at the New York Yankees. Mm, that would be a ripper. That would be a ripper. Mm, What's the stadium right? of the Yankees again? Uh, Yankee Stadium. Yankee Stadium. <laughs> Yankee, Iconic stadium. Yeah. <laughs> Some reason I, I thought I've had another name. <laughs> <laughs> I should know it if it's my dream job. Anyway, yeah. the challenge I've got for you, Ryan, is we've had a few guests on the podcast already. My challenge to you is to get the person who's currently working in your dream job onto the podcast. So, we're going to have a bit of a race to see who can get the person in their dream job onto the podcast first. So, I'll be going after the head of fan experience of the New yep. York Yankees and you'll be yep. going after the head of commercial at Manchester City. How does that sound? I think that sounds. Look, it's probably on point from with, with today's topic because we're going to have to actually put ourselves out there and try and get in touch with them. That's right. Uh, we're going to have to network a bit. We're going to have to network, and I reckon it's a good opportunity actually to put a, a call out to all our listeners as well. If you can help us get there, <laughs> let us know because yeah. we're going to have to be scrolling LinkedIn for a while, mate, and we're going to have to we're going to have to have a lot of lot of coffees or virtual coffees. That's so it. there are people out there who can help. <laughs> Please get in touch. We can speed this process up and get in touch with me because I want to win this. <laughs> um, and we can Shout get that out going. To anybody in New York City right now? If you're in New York, please hit me up. If you're in Manchester, please keep quiet. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, mate. Well, it's on. We, let's get that done, um, and uh, we'll right. get the uh, we'll get them on the pod. All right, back to back to more serious things now. Uh, four fears that you'll encounter when networking, and how to push through them. So, right when you're a student or a graduate and you're looking to attend a networking event, half the battle is just allowing yourself to to attend the event. 
Yeah. So we're going to address a couple of the fears that you'll encounter before you arrive and a couple that will arrive once you're there. So number one before you arrive is the fear of what other people think. And this is a big one for students mm. because when I was at university, networking was not seen as a cool thing to be doing. You know, where, where I grew up in Melbourne, life is pretty comfortable and you could happily get by without leaving your comfort zone. So unfortunately, there was a bit of stigma attached to attached to those people who did put themselves out there uh, to attend networking events, which I think links to a bit of the, the tallest poppy syndrome. So being able to get over your fear of what other people think is a huge factor for young people. Now, for me to push through this, I really had to kind of just grip my teeth and, and block them out because at the end of the day, the worst thing that can happen is you might end up being the brunt of a few jokes. And often this is due to the fact that these people probably wish that they were brave enough to attend the networking events themselves and just jealous of what you're doing. But then over time, people start to recognize what you're doing and why you do it um, and really start to encourage you and applaud you for doing it to the point where it's it's not a problem at all. So, Number one is that fear of what people think and just gritting your teeth, getting you through it because there will be people who encourage you in the end to continue doing it. Yeah, could not agree more, mate. I reckon that that is a huge one. I reckon that's a, you know, we all have that, you know, the fear of what people think and what it might look like if I do something. Um, but that's 100% the biggest, one of the biggest barriers, I think. You know, what, what will people think? Why did I attend that? Who am I talking to? Um, so yeah, very relevant. Number two is the fear of uncertainty. So when you think about attending an event, you don't know what you're going to get as a, you know, as a student, you can place too much pressure on every single networking event to lead to your big break, you know, when, but when you place too much pressure on the event being the catalyst for your entire career, you know, you're going to start to worry about what happens if it doesn't go your way or the way you had hoped. And then you go back into your shell and you decide it's not worth attending at all. So to push through this, take the pressure off the event, acknowledge that this event may not lead to anything and the next nine events that you attend may not lead to anything either, but the 10th event might be the one that does. And we've already spoken on previous episodes about using LinkedIn and how who you know is more important than what you know. So when you're job hunting for, you know, for when you're job hunting in sport, so, treat it as a numbers game. You can't predict if each individual event will be beneficial to your career. But if you plan to attend enough events, knowing that one of them uh, is going to lead to an opportunity, you're going to allow yourself to relax and be happy attending your next event, knowing that if it's not what it hoped, you're one step of you're one step closer and you're one event closer to attending that event that does hold the connection who will have the opportunity for you. Yeah, good on, mate. It's... Uh... <laughs> So, so clear, you know, like there's so many events you can go to, but going in with an open mind and not setting an expectation on yourself, I think is great because at the end of the day, if nothing comes of it, you're not disappointed. You're just like, yeah, look, I, I went to an event, did what I had to do. Fantastic. But, you know, you just have to be confident in that. Absolutely. Number three, once you get to the event, is the fear of approaching industry professionals. And this is a classic area where people are forced outside of their comfort zone. Very similar to dating, which you've had a bit of experience in, Ryan, whereby you know you want to meet the person, <laughs> you know you want to catch up with them later, <laughs> but you're unsure how it might go um, or whether and whether or not they're going to like you. So, to push through this, <laughs> lower your expectations, relax and try and be yourself as much as possible. The other consideration is don't lose sight of how this person might be able to help you in three to five years' time 
even if they can't help you right now um, and when you feel like you're ready to talk to the next person who might, who might have a more immediate opportunity. So, you know, for example, I, I have friends in the US who might not be able to help me right now, but I'll, I will certainly be hitting them up in the future if I decide, you know, the US is where I want to go. And these are people who I, who I met in 2017 and at the time I had no idea what a connection mm. with them might lead to. But, you know, I'm glad that I was able to form those relationships then because now – I've got them to lean on if, if I need to in the future. So, again, just as we said, take the pressure off attending the event, take the pressure off approaching the industry professional because it may be approach number 10 that grants you your opportunity. And also, people in sport are seriously nice. Everyone has received help in the past, so do not be scared to approach anybody because nine out of 10 times, they're going to be happy to help you and offer you offer you, offer you their advice. And, um if you want a hot tip, start with the easiest person in the room to talk to and then build up your confidence from there. Mm. Yeah, I think that that is it's so true. Like if you think about it, like if you're an event and you had someone come up to your rooms, in what world would you ever be like uncomfortable with it? Like they're happy, everyone is happy to talk about their experience, you know, and like as long as you're not walking up to someone and saying, can I please have a job? It's actually yeah. fine because you, you just you just want to know what they've done and what what their experience is to help you. So think about it in there, like put yourself in their shoes. Do you actually think that they will uh, be upset with with you coming to talk to them? Absolutely not. They're they're more than happy to talk about it. One hundred percent. You know they're going to the event for a specific reason too. So there's nothing to be. Yeah, fearful of when they, you approach them. They wouldn't be at the event if they didn't think that they'd have uh, students or or other people coming to talk to them about what they've done. It's why they're there, so they're happy to do it. Mm, exactly right. Which is a good segue into number four, which is the fear of being rejected. And this is really starting to sound a bit like a dating podcast, but yeah, very much is. A- <laughs> is this just your recent sort of tips for dating? I guess. Yeah, exactly right. We might branch off into another podcast if this takes off. The dating Um, grad podcast. (laughs) Anyway, Ruth, that's very on track. We will will remain on track. Number four, what have you got? Number number four, fear of being rejected. Uh, It's a real thing young people experience when they're, you know, approaching industry professionals, particularly those who are experienced and, you know, been working in the career of their dreams for a long time. These people can seem quite intimidating. And, you, you know, when you see these people, you start to think, you know, why would they have time for me? Who am I to be talking with this person? So how do you push past this? Just think of the worst possible situation. And often the worst possible situation is that they're going to say no. And so what if they say no? You go and live in your life. You go back home. You've still got a roof over your head. Maybe you live with the parents who cook and clean for you. Life is still pretty good. <laughs> Plus there are still plenty of other people who can who can talk you know, who can you can talk to who might have an opportunity for you. So do not fear rejection if you're at a networking event because it's not the end of the world and it just may take time to approach the right person who can help you. And again, people are so nice. So you'll be unlikely to find anybody who's who's not approachable. You know, Reeves, I think this this episode has had some dating ties to it. I think there's some similarities. But I think with this fear of being rejected, in all seriousness, if you were in a dating situation, they might tell their mates. But in this situation, no one's talking about that. It's actually not It's not a big deal. Um, so, you just have to remember that it, it actually doesn't matter uh, being told no. Um, mm. 
So as soon as you, I feel like as soon as you get that out of your head, your your mind is going to be that much clearer when you are speaking to them. And you know, if you don't have that fear, then um, you'll be able to actually have a good conversation and not be worrying about um, something that you can't really control. One hundred percent. That's that's exactly it. Rose, you want to give us a short little summary of those four points? Have all been really relevant, and uh, I'd love to just get a quick summary from from you. Yeah, absolutely, Ryan. So, number one was the fear of what other people think. Grit your teeth, block them out because they're going to encourage you one day after you do it enough times. Number two was the fear of uncertainty. So, to push through this, take the pressure off the event and knowledge that it may not lead to anything, but in time it will. Number three, the fear of approaching industry professionals. Again, lower your expectations. Try to relax and be yourself as much as possible. Um, don't lose sight of how this person could help you in three to five years' time, even if you don't think they can help you right now, and take the pressure off expecting this connection to, to lead to something. And number four was a fear of being rejected. Think about what's the worst possible thing that could happen. They're going to say no, you'll be totally fine. Keep talking to people because who you know is more important than what you know, as we've discussed a number of different times and uh, yeah, that's the those are the four things you can expect to encounter if you get fearful networking and how you can push through them. Awesome, mate. I wouldn't want tips from any other person in this uh, category. I think you are a bit of a bit of a king of networking, and um, <laughs> that was shown by um, you sharing the amount of impressions you got on your LinkedIn post the other day. So uh, I know you're very happy with that, and it obviously shows how much networking success you've had in the past. So thank you for those four uh, four points. All right, Rubes, we'll, we'll end it there. Uh, it's been a great episode, four really good points there around networking. Uh, we really appreciate that. Just a reminder, everyone, please subscribe, rate and review. We really appreciate all the support that you can give us uh, and thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Sports Grad Podcast. If you need help with your sports career, head to sportsgrad.com.au and download our free ebook today. And if you've enjoyed the episode, please give us a tag on socials at Sports Grad. 